This is Bubba from Bubba's Bling. You're listening to MBM Podcast, live or recorded, however you want to listen. We're here. It's the MBM Podcast. Thank you for joining us again, putting up with our ridiculousness and all the shenanigans we get up to. It's myself, Matt, also known as Moose to some, and of course, my buddy Mike, or as he's recently become affectionately known as, (laughs) The Stove. Apparently. (laughs) We actually stuck to our word, Matt. This is going to be like the third podcast in... 14 days right don't 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 jinx it watch watch we have some kind of like corrupt my laptop literally it like implodes or something as we sit here and record oh you know what i guess i should hit this little record button too eh you might as well but you've already missed like the first minute and a half well that's okay that we can fix uh where is it here do i have to change settings on this thing or something hopefully you guys like the different music that we're throwing in uh i haven't heard any feedback really about uh, the songs we've added to the ends of the shows. So let us know if you like it or not. If you don't care for it, um, let us know if you like it. Let us know either way. Uh, we're going to try and pick some different music here and there to open the show with and, and everything like that um, on occasion. So I just had to play that board to death. Blink-182 with uh, Steve Aoki. <sighs> oh, my God. Who would have thought? What a remix. I enjoy it. Check it out. But... You know what's what's kind of crappy earlier, Mike, is earlier today you and I were having discussions um, in rela- in relation to RC, and I felt like we had a really, really good topic, and all I could keep thinking to myself was, we're wasting show material. We're wasting... What were we talking about? Well, we got into the whole subject of, of the conversion, laydown conversion for the 3.0. Oh, yes. Can and you guys hear my kid screaming in the background? She ain't too happy. It's part of being a faja. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I just I kind of want to revisit it very briefly, I guess, for the listeners, is we were having this discussion, and, you know, Mike was like, well, why didn't they just come with a gear diff to begin with? Like, in, re- oh, in reference yes. to our cars, as to why they came with sl- uh, the, the ball diffs. And, and like I explained to Mike, my thought process behind it was is that both of our cars, not so much your car, but the the B5M and even the TLR 2.0, those cars came out prior to the Worlds. Um, and mm-hmm. as we all know, the Worlds this year, um, or last year, whenever they were, anyway, it doesn't matter. When they were held, they were held on an Astro track, which was high, high grip in comparison to, like, the dirt. Now, I know the clay, the hard-packed clay tracks are kind of turning into these high-grip monsters that even we're used to driving on, but have a little bit of different char- characteristics to them. But my thought process behind why they didn't, these kits haven't come with gear diffs or gear diffs as an option in the packaging was because of that. And now that these manufacturers are seeing that so many more people are racing on the kind of surfaces like we're used to, whether it be the Ozite carpet or Astro, where these gear diffs actually make a difference, where these laydown transmissions make a difference, I think that's why. And I think TLR before they didn't want to introduce a whole new car to offer a laydown option. So they offered a conversion kit and instead associated <clears throat> redesigned 
their uh, B5 series, and now they have the B6 series, and they give you an option between buying a B6D, which is for dirt, um, you know what I mean? And then you have your B6, which is meant for high bite, like Astro or Carpet. You know, lots mm-hmm. of companies are doing that. Yokomo's doing it. They have the Yokomo, Yokomo YZ2 CA edition, which is Carpet Astro edition. Um, what X-Ray, I believe, has two different, the Carpet um, and Dirt editions. So the manufacturers are going that way, and I think we're going to see more of that. And, you know, it's funny. You were saying, like, you were talking to a friend of ours, Joel, about buying the conversion for the laydown, and you're like, well, do you think they're going to come up with a 4.0? <laughs> no, I know. I, I don't. Know. I don't think TLR is there yet. Looking at a 4.0, or, or like obviously, I think they're working on new, new uh, parts and options and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe eventually that will uh, accumulate into a, a 4.0. Um, and maybe then TLR might offer you know a 4.0 dirt edition and a 4.0 carpet edition or Astro edition. I don't know. That's just me guessing and kind of whatever you want to call it, pontificating on on that particular subject i just thought it was really interesting we were having that conversation you know what i mean like it it was just it was one of our spur of the moment conversations and for new listeners to the podcast that haven't checked out some of our earlier ones this is what sparked the whole reason why we do the show because we'll spend hours together talking and talk about rc so why not (laughs) put it in recording and give it to everybody out there and that's kind of what the goal is with the show so we've changed a few things you know we've had a few people come and go and, you know, here and there we might hear from Kyle every once in a while. And, and, uh, when he's free, he's actually working because he's in construction. It's that time of the year up here for, for that. So he's busy doing that stuff, you know, working 16 hour days and sleeping for six and going back to work for another 16. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I got on that. I know my B5M, you know, I had the discussion, I think at one point maybe with Tim, on his show about maybe looking at a new, uh, like the new associated B6. Um, but I think I'm going to keep my B5M for another year. I'm going to do a few mods to it. I'm looking at the the shield or shell, however you say it, um, centering uh, kit for the motor with the uh, longer top shaft. I'm also looking at uh, putting finally putting a three gear in it. I know, right? I've been running a four gear all this time. Am I crazy or what? <laughs> <sighs> I don't believe in the hype, yo. So those, those are some of my plans. Um, I think my SC5M might see a 17.5 in it. I might turn it into a, a stock short course truck. Uh, just for the odd occasion I run it, I don't think it's going to get to see the track as much uh, this year as last year. It depends. I'll bring it with me. If I feel the need, then I'll run it. If not, then it'll just stay where it is. But yeah. What have you been looking at there, Mr. Mike? Well, oh, excuse me. Uh... <laughs> As you just said, uh, yeah, sorry, I was kind of in Lala Land there looking at something else. I know, I could hear you clicking away. I was trying to help you. Well, what's, I, it, anyways, I've been looking at the laydown kit there for the 223.0 and then doing the juggling on the whole 224 2.0. And, uh, well, let's just say they both won. Yeah. I got to ask you, what's your opinion? Do you think Associated is going to come out with an, I, I can't see them doing like a B4 4.4. They've got to come out with a new four-wheel drive buggy, right? Uh, you know, like, get rid of from the 4.4 series and call well, it what? Well, but that's the trick. Okay, so the Associated got so far behind on the 4.4 series, and, and we had Tim Tunnerman on, which congratulations to Tim to moving on in his career and going over to Oakley, 
Uh, you will be missed at Associated. We uh, very much so thank you for coming on the MBM podcast very early on in our career um, and, and giving us that amazing opportunity, which in my opinion turned out to be one of the biggest Team Associated fanboy shows you can ever listen to. So if you're a Team Associated <laughs> guy, you need to check out that episode because it's really, really good in my opinion. Um, but it, it's kind of wild because to me, Associated has missed the boat on the B, uh, like on a B55 series or a B54 or whatever they're going to call it. They've missed the yeah. boat there because they're already on a B6 platform for two-wheel drive. So I think it's one of the, like well look at the RC8 and how that all happened too right because it was kind of forgotten about for a while too. Well, it, we we got the down low on that. It wasn't that it was forgotten about. They had a situation where an engineer that worked for them um, left that was working yes. on a, on a new eight scale platform, so they had to start over from scratch. Um, so I, I get that, but it, I, I, it, I don't foresee them having that problem with the, the four, four, like a four-wheel drive platform. You know, they still have Cody over there. You know, Carson was there for a little while, and, and Carson left, but I don't think Carson was overly involved in the four-wheel drive platform. I know he worked on a lot of 10-scale stuff uh, for them, like, you know what I mean, redesigning and, and trying to get those cars uh, mm-hmm. really well-situated for the worlds. Um, but... It, I don't know. It's just it's it's one of those situations where, I, I I don't know. Like I don't know what to expect. So I've made the decision that I'm going to stay with my two cars at least for one more racing season, um, and then next summer I will look at uh, what my options are. Well, I'll see what happens as things go on. Well, it's just it's and one it, of those things, right? Like you know what'll happen to me? I'll go out and I'll get a a twenty two four two point kit, and three months from now the new four-wheel drive from Associated will be released, and you know how I am. I'm so dear well, to Associated, I, I, I'll want it. <laughs> and like I was going to say to you here is is what I think tends to happen is, is new cars get released through our winter season. You know, right in the middle, I think is kind of what happens. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, so then halfway through the season, you're buying another car and and building it. And you know what? I think that's fine. If you're not trying, like, again, we don't really run any series races up here. We're not contending for, you know, number one spot in the world. So does it really matter that you go from, you know, if you went from the 443 to, let's say, they came out with a B55 or B66, whatever you want to call it? Do, do you think they're going to no. do that, though? Do you think they'll do it like Samsung did? You know, Samsung was behind a series yeah, on, on, the on their notes, yep. right? So they just skipped the Note 6 and went right to the Note 7 to match I, it up with the S7? I think absolutely, because I think that's why TLR has just stuck with the 223.0 and the 224.2.0. Yeah. And, I mean, you'd almost think that they just would have, I guess if you wanted to actually say apples for apples, TLR should have just called the 2.0 the 3.0, and then they would have had the same things. But what they're trying to do is is they're trying to say, no, no, this is the second generation. Um, Does that make sense? Yes, because it's not like, I don't know. Again, how does the public perceive it? I honestly don't care. Call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. As long as I know that there's actually an improvement at the end of the day, and it's called the 5.0, the 27.0, I don't care. <laughs> as, lo- as long as there's something that's been changed, and with the 2.0, like the 224 2.0, if you want to go gear diffs on it, you have to go to the 2.0. There's not like you... I, no, there I mean, isn't. There, there's been a few guys that have uh, modified... Um, apparently the diff, like the diff housings, because the diffs are a little bigger. Um, oh, dude, have you looked at what the diffs look like for yeah, the, yeah, the appar- 2.0? Apparently guys have trimmed 
the the stock housings to fit the wow. the gear diff in them. Yeah, it's it's a lot of hacking from my understanding to make them work. But if there's a where there's a will, there's a way, and guys oh, have done course. it, right? You know, and I mean, I, they've changed some of the geometry stuff on it. Uh, you know, they they did make some changes, and I think you know that's probably stuff that they've learned over time. I mean, the two two that that the the two two four one has probably I don't even know what its history is, but it's been out for quite a while too. Yeah, the two two four. Yeah, that's it's it's been out for you know, for quite a while, like quite quite a while. You know, and, and the amazing part is, is they stuck with the belt drive. You know, there, there's another thing that a lot of people were like, why are they doing the belt drive? Why are they doing the belt drive? There, there's nothing wrong with belt drive. I, I prefer the belt great. drive quite frequently. There, there's nothing you know, to get bent. Like, a, there's not a drive shaft on a really hard landing to get bent. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It, it, you know what I mean? Lengthwise on the chassis, which we've seen happen. Now, not so much in the 10th scale. We've seen it happen. We've seen it happen in 8th scale. It makes a little more sense. They're bigger, they're heavier, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But... You know, you end up bending a center CVA or, or a dog bone or anything like that. Well, that just wreaks havoc on bearings and everything else. Oh, so, yeah. And I've always been a firm believer. I love the belt drive system in my SC10 4x4. I like it. Some people don't, but I change the belt in it once a year, and I never have problems from it other than when I slam it into reverse or brake hard, and the belt skips, and everybody goes, oh, my God, there's something broken in your truck. It's like, no, that's normal. We're good. <laughs> don't worry about it, guys. I got it. So, yeah. uh, on this episode, we're going to be featuring uh, Bubba Boggs. Uh, he's from Bubba's Bling. If you guys haven't seen him before, check him out on Facebook. Uh, we're going to talk to him here very shortly about uh, what he does. Um, uh, if you guys stay in tune to uh, videos online from J Concepts and places like that, you'll have heard Spencer Rivkin and uh, Jason Rona give him a shout-out. Um, he was able to do a set of turnbuckles uh, from J Concepts for um, Spencer's B6 um, in the same kind of uh, Kashima coat that they have on the shocks. So he matched them up to the associated uh, colors shocks for Spencer because mm-hmm. Spencer wanted that whole theme through his car, which they look amazing. We're going to be talking to him tonight. We're going to get into anything we can think of, really. Uh, we talked a little bit about what's been going on. I guess we'll kind of get into what our plans are coming up here in the next couple of weeks as far as yep. starting off a racing season and stuff like that. Um, and then, of course, stay tuned um, after this episode next week. We're going to have Eric. Uh, well, I don't want to screw up his last name. Hang on. Let me get it right. <laughs> well, while you look that up, we're also going to have a little bit of a giveaway, too. Oh, Nice. Yeah, I was uh, searching through my bins of stuff as I'm trying to clean up. I, <laughs> I I got this really bad habit of hoarding things and or not buying, buying multiples. One, yeah, or two or three or four. <laughs> I, I buy a lot more than I ever need. So I was like, you know what? I need to clear out some stuff. So this might become uh, a habit over the next little bit. This is us giving away stuff that I've got. Uh, I would never give away something that's been used. These are brand new. Uh, I can box. vouch for that. I've been trying. To, I've been trying to get one of these off of him forever. He's like, no, no. And then he'll say some absurd dollar amount, and I'll just look at him like, yeah. get out of here. So what I have here in my hand, we'll get a picture of it. Is a E Fuel fuse protected power strip. Basically, what this is is you plug it into your power supply, uh, and it gives you a bunch of outputs, uh, two of which are good. Uh, combined for up to 40 amps and then three 10 amp ones that have on off switch so if you have multiple chargers or 
a soldering iron. D depends on what you got, right? So it's a pretty cool little thing. The other thing that I really like about it is it has a, a USB 5 volt out. So you just plug in your cell phone charging cord, plug in your phone, and boom, you're charging. Um, I don't even know what these things retail for. Uh, it's made by Sky RC. Uh, like I said, it's called the E Fuel Fuse Protected Power Strip. SKU numbers SK 6409. Uh, if you search that, you'll be able to find it. And uh, maybe I'll try to find it here on, online how much it goes for. But, anyways, uh, we will make a post that people can comment on on Facebook to win this. And the way hey, they that go for about you... 35 bucks US, buddy. Yeah, so there you go. Matt found it while I was talking. So 35 bucks. That's not bad. That's a pretty good giveaway. And uh, so anyways, the way you'll enter is, is uh, there'll be a post on Facebook. And on that post, you need to tell us where the Gone Banana Racing Skins Challenge is being held. Uh, so the hobby shop name and the dates. So you'll post, uh, you know, whatever you, I don't care what you post, as long as it has the words of the hobby shop. So it could be Joe Blow's Hobby Shop <laughs> on the dates of such and such. Such and, and such. And for extra bonus credit points... If you give us the practice times, mm. that would be, uh, you'll get an That'll extra. Get you two entries. Yeah, yeah, an extra entry. I like well, it. We'll double your name up. We're going to have to and, go back uh, and listen to this episode just to remember our own damn rules. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. No, it's not that bad. And I think uh, at some point, too, we're going to have to, on this uh, show, pick a winner for the foam tires from Gone Banana Racing Skins that we were giving away. Rick, well, I was talking to him today, he's like, you guys got a winner yet? I said, as a matter of fact... We will pick one tonight as we record. Yes. So we should toss those names into some random generator. And we'll... And, uh, do you have a way of... Uh, well, yeah. If you, maybe if you do it on your computer and record it with your phone, and then we can put it up yes. on the page. Yeah. Actually, yes. I have software to do that. So I don't even better. Phone. There you go. So I will do that as we're talking here and stuff, get the names together, and, uh, and I think that'll be fun. Sweet. So our guest next week is going to be Eric Reichart. He is from places like, uh, I believe at one point or another, he worked for RC Driver, or maybe he worked for um, the other one, Car Action. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. RC Car yeah, Action. Yeah, RC Car Action. He also currently works for, uh, which one was it, Mike? You had it there. You had, yeah, hold on. I got it right here. I looked at uh, it so works times. at Velocity, Velocity RC. RC Magazine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, Eric's coming on next week in order to promote the Vintage Off-Road Nationals sponsored by Team Associated. Um, so he'll give us all the information when we have him on next week. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that show. And, of course, don't forget, coming up next, Bubba Boggs from Bubba's Bling. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back. And uh, sit tight. Don't go anywhere. This commercial won't take that long. I promise. Are you looking for the ultimate traction for on-road or off-road carpet racing? Do you want to spend less of your RC budget on tires? Look no further than Gone Banana Racing Skins. We specialize in 10th scale racing foam tires. At Gone Banana Racing Skins, we make custom foam tires that others simply won't do. On-road, Speedrun, X-Max, 1.8 scale, Clod Buster, or any other RC rim can be foam wrapped. At Gone Banana Racing Skins, customer service and satisfaction is our number one goal. We stand behind our products and service beyond what any other manufacturer offers. Gone Banana Racing Skins doing custom foam tires that others won't do.
Okay, we're back. It's the MBM Podcast. Thank you for sticking with us through a short little break and all this wonderful music that I'll just find on the interwebs through Google Play Music <laughs> for you guys to listen to. We are back. We have Bubba Boggs on with us from Bubba's Bling. And first off, I want to say thank you very much, Bubba, for joining us. Uh, I know I talked to you a couple months ago about being on. Uh, Mike was getting through uh, his his illness that he was dealing with still, so it was a little difficult Nightmare. to try and, try and uh, schedule things and everything like that. Now we're set up. We're on the road. We are no holds barred. We're, away. We are we are taking no prisoners. If you do an <laughs> RC-related podcast, we're coming for you, except for the TSR because that's I'm on that thing. one too. There's one other RC one that gets away with it, but that's because I co-host it, so it's okay. You oh. guys, you guys can listen to that one lots too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, Baba, let everybody know what you do because what you do, I'm telling you, man, I cannot get you a set of turnbuckles fast enough for my stuff. I just need <laughs> to like, buy them first. <laughs> yeah, that's always the hard part. Can can you guys hear me? Oh yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we got you okay. good. Okay. Well, my my son was trying to call in on me, and I kept hanging up on him because I was busy. So <laughs> that's what I was curious about. <laughs> <laughs> the important things, you know, are always yeah. more important than the kid. No. <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically, it's something that started out in the what, what I think Kenwell started doing it like what mid '90s with the the gold stuff. And uh, it's, I learned from him doing the, the simple, what, seven, nine bolts and some Coke and uh, Pepsi or whatever and started there, and then I just kind of went from that. Right on. Cool. So it's like an electric kind of process as to how you do it? Yeah, basically it's, it's not a real secret, but it's uh, depending on the voltage and the solution you use, what colors come out. Oh. And I just sit my Ooh. I sit in my garage. I work nights for a long time, so instead of waking everybody up, I come in the garage and sand down some turnbuckles and play with voltages until I get what I wanted. And I finally started doing for a couple of people at our track. And next thing you know, it took off. Now I'm I actually got sets on uh, like Ripken's cars and did a set for Mayfield and a lot of other people. Nice, nice. So like I yeah. see you just did a chassis and a bunch of stuff for uh, somebody here it's on facebook for, that was uh, actually a company called moto whips everybody keeps asking me if i can do aluminum and i i don't want to do aluminum but this company come up with uh he does all the aluminum parts oh nice. the only thing i can do is titanium oh okay oh, so, okay. okay so they they're doing the stuff to aluminum i gotcha hmm. yeah it's a pretty cool concept i mean you can pretty much show car your your buggy or truck or whatever whatever color you want now holy yeah, that's no kind of nifty so so see that i didn't know that so your process is limited to tiny titanium products yeah okay all right i didn't yeah, know there's that. a the the whole aluminum process i can do but it takes up so much room and it's like a chroming process with different dips and an acid bath and the actual coloring parts a dye bath and you go into a another sealer bath and I just don't have the room or the patience or the time. <laughs> I did my <laughs> nice. little dodge with my, my power supply and some some stuff and just do turnbuckles every once in a while. Oh, that's I, cool though. As far as I know, I'm, it's uh 
the coloring process is cool because I come up with a bunch of different colors that I don't think I've any, seen anybody else do. So is is it just kind of hit and miss, like experimenting to get the color combinations? Well, it starts out, you can get online and actually get a, a rough graph what voltage does what. But just like anything else, it depends on your metal prep, uh, how you deal with the metal, sanding and polishing it. Different grits of sandpaper can get different colors. So yeah, it's a, a lot of trial by error that I started to end up writing down formulas I got for the colors I used. Oh, nice. Hmm. So so how how long yeah. did it take you to kind of get the that, that Kashima coat that the Fox Shocks are covered in? That was actually kind of weird. That was a mistake. <laughs> it was, God, you gotta love how that happens. Yeah, I, I set the voltage to the wrong thing and I dipped it real quick and like, oh, wait a minute. I looked up my buggies and I go, that thing matches. So that's where that came from. Nice. Simple mistake. So what's like, what's the cost associated with doing like a set of turnbuckles? Uh, normal sets, ten bucks. Whatever, what it is, uh, like if you want to do a set, you ship them to me. I got PayPal yep. or you send money or whatever. Yes. I do them and ship them back. That, the 10 bucks is that, the shipping backs included. So Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, I don't, cheap. It's, I don't do it to make a lot of money. I do it to make a couple, get a couple of pops at work or it's just a hobby. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Something that's, that's I awesome. I like playing with. Okay. So you know, I, my, I, I, I got to know, how do you manage to get the color in different spots? <laughs> like, <laughs> how the hell? Well, it's uh, it's pretty simple after you, after I explain it, but it's kind of like a painting process. It's uh, higher voltages, like say gold is a, we'll go for like a seventy volts. Holy Blue God. can be like twenty volts. Right. The gold will cancel out the blue because there's more voltage, but it won't be vice versa. So I'll do the whole thing gold. Uh-huh. And here's the tricky part. Here's the tricky part. I put it in a drill bit and I sand out the middle pieces, <laughs> and then I just redip it blue. because uh, uh. the blue won't turn the gold. Right, right. Okay, I, I hear what you're saying. And you can like so, you, you have to stop applying the voltage, or you it continuously has to have that. No, you just dip it in there. It's got a, a voltmeter on it. When it hits zero, it's done. Oh my god! Just sit there and wait till it's done. That's so cool. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. He he put a photo up on his Facebook a little while ago when he was sitting in his garage, and you see it. He's got he's got like a little cup with with liquid in it. With it's just it, this is some of the coolest stuff, dude. <laughs> it's like pretty like simple. It. Yeah, but there's a there's a lot of time involved in getting the the prep work done and the solution. Like he can use anywhere from like I said, Pepsi to Simple green and nine volt batteries. If you want to do gold, uh, seven, seven nine volt does gold. Now, I've helped out. I don't know how many people message me on Facebook wanting to know how to do it. And there's a I put a video about four or five years ago on YouTube with me doing it. So that part, it's I like teaching other people how to do it too, so they can go experiment. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Awesome. So how long you been in the RC hobby? Like how long you been doing it? Oh, going on. 25 years now. Holy jeez. Oh, wow. Have you always yeah, ran associated I, or? I, there was, there was a brief, brief period when I went to the 98 nationals in Lake of the Hills. I actually drove for Losey oh. for about one year. 
But you came. But yeah, my, my my first car was a box off the shelf RC10. So it, it's it's not the the remake. It was the original one, and then the the 10T with the conversion kit, make it a truck. So right. that's how I'm just dating myself right now. <laughs> that's not that's not a big deal. So I gotta ask because you're the first guy I've talked to that's that's had one in his hands. What's the B6 like? It's it's like a B5 on steroids. Really? It's so much. It's it's so easy to drive, and the configurations on it are just unreal. Uh, something as simple as moving the battery back and forth changes that car dramatically. Really? So eh? it's not to me. I, well, I get a shock set up the way I want it, and then I'll start playing with battery positions. Like if I want a little hmm. more steering, I'll move it up a little bit. Yeah, it takes input great. Wow. Really, like that that little bit of a change, eh? Yeah. Huh. And it's, uh, we ran anywhere from, you know, we take the waterfall off and move the battery all the way back, or put the waterfall back on and move it right next to it with a little battery brace modification just so I can slide it back and forth. But yeah, it's, the car's killer. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, I'm not, my prime was many years ago, and it's, it's a good car. It makes me look good. So that's, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm holding off. I, I still have my B5M. I, I think I'm going to wait one more season of racing because for the most part, Mike and I, we only really get to race uh, throughout the winter because we race indoor carpet. Um, yeah. And it's just there, there's no permanent track uh, anywhere remotely close to us. So uh, we, we race through the winter months. I, I want to buy a new car this year, but I'm, I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait another year and see what happens and, and go from there, I think. It's the, it's probably one of the easiest builds I've did, too. I mean, I looked down. I started building it. I looked down like two hours later, and it's pretty much done. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy. And I, I went right to the six. I, you know, the whole lay down training and everything else, because our local track's real high bike clay. So. Right, right, yeah. Which that's Why even bother? Cause you're going to go right to the Right, yeah. No, no, no. I, I hear what you're saying there. Yeah, the B6 would be the, the option for me regardless just because, yeah, we race on carpet. Yeah. And yeah, carpet car is just phenomenal. I got a couple guys that race on carpet, and it's, it's like night and day difference. Hmm. I shouldn't ask that question, Mike. No, I know. I shouldn't have. Especially with you getting that dang freaking low-profile stupid conversion for your 22. Just pull the trigger, bro. Nope. Pull the trigger. Nope. Nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you look silly running your 3.0 with your laydown conversion. My B5M still whipping your butt. <laughs> That's my goal this year. Yeah. How much is that conversion kit, anyways, for that Lucy? Uh, in American dollars, um, uh, 179.99. 179.99. So basically, put another 20, 30 bucks on it. You have a new six. Yeah, he yeah. Put the lay down you know what's funny, I'm Bubba? Just, if, if, if you go back in our episodes and you listen to the episode where we had Tim Tunnerman on from Associated. Oh, yeah. Mike is the biggest yeah. Associated fanboy besides myself in that episode. And then <laughs> fast forward <laughs> a then year I, later and I he's TLR couple, everything. I tried a couple TLR cars and I really liked them. And it's been bye-bye since, unfortunately, for Associated, I guess. Well, I'm not. Hey, I'm. I'm going to be the first to admit. Like, <laughs> I love my associated cars. I drove his 224 1.0 with every upgrade imaginable on it, and I was able to drive it fast 
without being ridiculous with it. Where, like, like I told Mike, if I owned it, I would have drove yeah, it harder than I was it. driving it. Yeah. And I was driving it hard. Like, even there was a few times where I went off the track and Mike kind of looked at me with that look. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I meant to keep it on, bro. I'm, I, I'm serious. <laughs> I meant to keep it on the track. <laughs> See, if it's not yours, yeah. you're supposed to drive it even harder. No, because then, then I feel obligated off. to fix it, and those stupid TLR parts are expensive, especially the shiny <laughs> ones. Well, and at least that, it's not Kyosho parts. Oh, tell me about it. I, dude, my first two-wheel drive buggy I had was a Kyosho RB5 SP World's Edition. Oh, nice. I loved that car. I got it used. I literally traded the, the, the roller chassis for a set of huge 40 series tires for my Traxxas Summit that I didn't want to use. So <laughs> I, I was super excited. I'm like, oh, cool. I got a, a two-wheel drive buggy. Da, 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 da. Well, yeah. Then I start ordering parts for it. I'm going, holy hell. This is not cheap. But I like the car. Yeah. That car's it's like one of, our, one of our locals got that new, what is the RZ6, the four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive buggy, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the whatever they called it. Yeah, I think it was, you're right, the RZ6 or something like that. Yeah. Things neat looking, but... I, yeah, I think our it's buddy awesome. Dan has that, Mike. That that uh, mid, uh, like the oh yeah, yeah, the Kyosho there. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the Kyosho cars. They're just they're way outside of my affordability range. I could afford them, I just wouldn't be able to race it. It would just look really pretty on my shelf. Yeah, like <laughs> look at my Kyosho cars. Yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> they are. They sit on my shelf because they can't afford to race because they cost me an arm and <laughs> a leg. But uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so if somebody wants to get a hold of you to uh, get some Bubba Bling, how would they do so? Oh, right now the easiest way is just through Facebook. That's, I mean, who doesn't have Facebook, right? Yeah, no, no. But like you personally, or do you have a page set up? No, there's a. It's actually called Bubba's Bling on Facebook. Okay, you can get on there. Yep, it's. I think it's. Whatever the thing is, Bubba's Bling seventy two is the actual one. But yeah, you can just search Facebook, or search Google, and come up with Bubba's Bling. Yeah, or, get or yeah, or on Facebook. I got it here too. And there's a see, there's uh, that way. Uh, Instagram, it's Mr. Bubba seventy two. Also on there, I got a bunch of pictures. They can get through the message part on that. Uh, that's actually how Rivkin got a hold of me. You want to talk about a shock there? <laughs> You know, you want to talk about being a fanboy. Here I am just eating dinner, and I look down, and there's a message from Rifkin. Hey, can you do some titanium for me? I'm like, um, duh. <laughs> of course I can't. No, no, I can't. No, I absolutely can't. <laughs> for you, never. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Then uh, they was at the Surf City, and Rona posted a video with him and Rifkin showing off the buggy, and there was that little shout-out about the turnbuckles to me and i'm just like showing everybody the video look look i'm on the video i'm on the video i'm on the video so that's my my rc claim to fame right there <laughs> we, hey mike and i have one of those remember mike which so, one so uh our good friend eric jensen which i mentioned on the tsr show uh congratulations <laughs> to eric he he left a, an, a good job working for the the university of wisconsin to go and work full-time for live rc um, so congratulations to Eric. But the first time we ever met Eric, Mike and I, mm-hmm. we meet him and everything like that. And we find out that he works for Live RC. And we go back over to our pit where we were. And I turn to Mike. I'm like, dude, he worked for Live RC. And Mike goes, yeah, I know, right? 
Isn't that wild? So we're both having that, like, this is cool. We met somebody from Live RC Moment. Little did we know, inside of his own head, Eric's going, those are the guys. No, he was the- saying it to Rick. What, oh, was it to Rick? Well, Yes. It, it, and, and we wouldn't have known about it if it weren't for having him on the one time where he said, he's like, he's like <clears throat> me, you, you guys starstruck. He's like, oh, I was. I was talking to the guys from the NBM podcast. And just <laughs> to this day, that just blows my mind. It's like, hang on, we're just two dudes. Who was, what was the guy's name that was with him there? Uh, Tim the McNamara. Oh yeah, because it was him, t- him and Tim and Rick. Yeah, yeah. And they were they were doing the oh I can't believe you know these are those guys and whatever. And yeah. we were doing it back. We're like oh my god I can't believe that's the banana skins guy. Yeah, and then, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know you meet these people and I guess as insignificant as we think we are, we're actually quite important, right? Because once once you start talking to people and you you know you go places, it's like yeah those are the guys, you know. And it's like yeah it's pretty cool. It's a rewarding feeling yeah. when. You know, you know exactly what we're talking about, you know, and then when other people just know who you are, it's like, oh, wow. You know, they actually know who we are, you know? Yeah, yeah. Looks like uh, when, when Matt, you got a hold of me about doing the podcast, I'm like, you want to do because of my turnbuckles? I'm like, to me, it's just like something I do in the you know, spare time in the garage every once in a while. It's like, yeah, it's starting wow. to take off. The, the, re- so, yeah, the reality it's, is, it's is cool. when you're doing something that you love to do, you know, it becomes very easy and it comes second nature, I think, eh? Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> and there's the fact now that stuff's going worldwide. Oh now. my god! Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because of the message I just got from Matt. <laughs> Oh, his, his microphone just fell off his arm. So I'm I'm literally holding on to my <laughs> microphone right now in my hand. So this uh, <laughs> this uh, it's hilarious. We're not even together. We're not in the same house. I'm at home. He's at home, and we 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 do this remotely kind of deal and so i can't see yeah. what he's doing and he's he, he messaged me here on facebook and i'm like your mic fell off what yeah and i'm like my damn mic fell off that's what i was wondering if we just do the live one the, the whole video feed that'd be that'd be real funny I don't uh, no one like wants to see us like no actually everybody would love to see what i'm doing right i don't even now. have a shirt on right now Oh my god! <laughs> see, I always come fully dressed when I come down here because I have web cameras everywhere, and you know I never know when somebody's going to call me on Facebook or <laughs> on Skype. Or we could, I guess, one day, but we'll or just actually hit the wrong button and go live and not know it. Yeah, oh, or never. Oh, you never know. The government could be looking at me, me and my man boobs. So, so why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Uh, I I would like to do this anyways, and whatnot. Um, I would love to do a little giveaway. Uh, somebody would have to supply the turnbuckles, but uh, the MBM podcast could front the cost uh, to have you do uh, your thing to them. Does that sound good? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll come up with some We're kind up. of a contest and uh, have people do something funny. We'll have to think about how to do it. That's the problem. Yeah, I guess what we need to know is, well, hang on. Let me look here. Some... <sighs> I hit up uh, like I don't know if you've heard of that race MRC in Illinois. Race MRC. Track out there. It sounds familiar. Yeah, I've heard of them. Okay. They're doing actually a cancer race, and they got a hold of me, and I'm actually doing four sets of pink turnbuckles for the breast cancer awareness. Oh, nice. that's awesome. Yeah, oh. I thought it was pretty cool. My wife yeah. would love pink turnbuckles. For what? Your RC? Yep. <laughs> I don't, hey, what, what, what's, the, what's the nickname for my two-wheel drive short course truck, Mike? Tickle Pink? No, the Pink Dink. 
Oh, yeah. So pink turnbuckles would be perfectly at home on it. <laughs> I can definitely do them. I've done lots of pink ones. And the weird part is they're not for any girls. So I thought maybe even uh, you guys know that Sarah Hurts. So she's into pink. I figured she might want some. But nope, every pink set I've done is for guys. They're kind of funny nice. guys, but. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this for a giveaway? Um, people need to go over to Bubba's Bling website, and they need to click like on his page. That would be the first step. The second okay. step is they have to come over to the MBM Podcast Facebook page and hit like there. And the third thing they'll have to do is, is comment on a post with... Um, the model of RC they would like a Bubba's blinged out set of turnbuckles for. And if they complete all three tasks, they'll get an entry uh, to have a set of turnbuckles done. And it, it'll be the same way we did the Gone Banana Racing Skins. Basically, it'll be hashtag, uh, it'll be I want a set of hashtag Bubba's bling turnbuckles and then four, four. whatever. So the hashtag yeah. is Bubba's bling. So it's got to be hashtag Bubba's yeah. Bling so we can easily find them by that wonderful searching tool for hashtags. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That'll make life easier. And then, yeah, so they got to like Bubba's Bling's webpage. They got to like the MBM podcast page, which most people should already. And if you don't, you're in trouble. And then make sure you look for the official post to enter the contest. Don't worry, I'll help you guys out when you post on the wrong one again. That, that's two giveaways on one podcast. I know, right? No. <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is too. Yeah, you're Mr. Giveaway over there. You have to keep track of this yeah. stuff. I like giving doing giveaways. People yeah. like giveaways. Yeah. I like giveaways. How do we enter in our own giveaways? Bubba likes giveaways. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. <laughs> tell you what, you guys, i tell you what I do. You guys send me whatever you want, I'll do it free for you. Look at that. Little, little shout out. Little shout out. Wow. Yeah. There Sweet. we go. Making that, it that's, happen. That's, that's, that's my love to you guys. I like it. We're doing it. I'm ordering. Well, turnbuckles we love you now. too, sir. Yeah, we do. <laughs> In an RC way, if that. Yes. And that's exactly what I was going. For. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, well, it is you know 2016, so. I, I can't. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. I can't say it on 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 this show. But I, I listened to another Bubba Bubba the Love Sponge, and back when he was on Sirius XM. He used to have this guy that would call in. He's like, I love you in a non... Well, actually, I think they say it in a non-homo way now, so... No homo? Yeah, no homo. Which is kind of derogatory, but... Well, but I don't mean it in that way. Yeah, I know. I hate that. When people take things the wrong way, like... I don't mean it It's like a brother. Brotherly love. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we know all about that. I love you like my brother from another mother. No, from the same mother. Well, anyway... I normally throw something in else at the end, but then we'd be going down that derogatory. This could go to a very weird place real quick. It is. It's getting there. Okay, yeah, moving yeah, on. Me and Matt are me and Matt are very close. I'm, I'm losing my mind a, a little. A long time, and yeah, I'm holding my microphone. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like I don't care what anybody does. I, they can think whatever they want. I don't. Yep. If you love me, great. I love you too. See, I say it. I'm not afraid. <laughs> See, he's comfortable with his own skin, folks. Yeah, That's right. I wonder if I can. I wonder so if Bubba, I can do you're, this. you're a uh, you're an associated team driver or sponsored driver. Yeah. Or? Okay, yeah. right on. And who who else uh, 
are you working with right now? I got uh, Associated, LRP, J Concepts, Stick It One Racing, and my friend from Minnesota that paints our bodies, old Marshall Scar. Awesome. What's the What's the Stick It One Racing? What uh, What do they do? I've never heard of them. Oh man, they do anything from T-shirts to pit mats, decals. If you ever look on my Facebook page, all my buggies, all the yep. decals are all custom made by them. You know, colors, whatever. Guys, the gun names out of Arizona. Basically, anything you want done, he can do it. That's awesome. No, I didn't know that. Cool. So, that's that's uh, good to know. Com. Hi, I fixed it. <laughs> I'm not holding my microphone no more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to announce it. Stick at one racing, you say. Go like them on Facebook, yeah. too. Yeah, we're not going to check if you like that page or not, though. No, it might be a little difficult. <laughs> oh, so you can even do a whole set of screws. Yeah, because they're titanium. Oh, yeah. Anything titanium. I've done uh, screw kits, axles, uh, turnbuckles. Shoot. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I got one guy sending me a set of balancers for his Bowie hunts with because he wanted a different color. Yeah, yeah. Titanium so balance. So. Obviously, it's not just limited to titanium for RCs. It's anything that is made out of titanium. Yeah. The, the, the RC stuff's simpler because it doesn't take as big as a big as bass type of thing. Right. The, the diode part of it, the part you hook the negative to, has to be bigger than the part you're actually anodizing. Oh. So I use two great big 4x4 four four titanium turnbuckles for that gets dipped in the solution, and that's what creates the current. Okay. And I'm, if I'm, uh, I'm losing you, just let me know. No, 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 you're good. I I think Mike's looking at stuff on the, he's looking at titanium stuff just like I am, I think. Yeah, I'm just scrolling his webpage, and I'm just drooling. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, I did a set of those, uh, what is it, Exotech or Protech something, axles, axle stubs for the B5 for a guy. That turned out killer. All gold. It's just a shame that you only get to see a certain part of it because the rest of it's covered up by the hubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw those. Yeah, that look, did look real sharp. Yeah. And then people do like the, the ball studs. And I don't mind doing them. I tell them, I go, you know, you're really not going to see them, but I do them. <laughs> they pay. I do them. I don't care. I love That's it. That's awesome. I love it. I am, I, yeah. Oh, my wife is going to kill me. My list keeps growing of stuff I need to order. <laughs> I need these. Yeah, the neat part was, like I said, I always, you know, I'd learned it from Kinwald, and I'd seen the stuff he does, which is like, you know, he's the master of blinging out everything. Yeah. With his lathe collars and all that fancy stuff. But I actually got to set the gray ones that he's done that I came up with my own. But it's, uh, so far, like I said, I'm the only one that can do like your greens and pinks and you, you you've really figured oh, out the, the, the trick colors yeah yeah right on. oh that's so cool yeah i know dude we gotta we gotta get some we gotta get some bubba's bling is what we gotta do yeah that's what we gotta I do didn't even, i didn't even come up with that name either that's how sad i am on this i just doing it for fun and the guy at the track says "Ooh, that's some bubba's bling there well there it is <laughs> bam <laughs> yeah. yeah i love how that All happens so, where are you out of, Bubba, again? I'm, I live in Fremont, Iowa. 
Uh, to put it simpler, it's about an hour and a half south of Des Moines, Iowa. We have a Casey's and a post office. How close are you to Muscatine, Iowa? <laughs> uh, about an hour. Hey, cool. So what are you doing on we're October gonna, we're, 21st? We're going to be yeah, we're going to be there October 21st and 22nd. <laughs> For the carpet race? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the guy hit me up on that too. We was uh Well, good. I got some you, you should come. What was that date again? Uh practice is on the Friday 22nd. the 21st and then the race is on the 22nd Saturday. That's October. Yeah. Yes. October. I forgot the date again. That's how tired I am. 21, 22. 21, 22. We're driving 10 hours. <laughs> Don't you can drive yeah. one hour. Don't question <laughs> our sanity. <laughs> what was that, Bubba? I said that. That's uh, I've done that before. <laughs> driving oh to, yeah. We drive. We drive to Florida every year for vacation. So. <laughs> yeah. That's that's 17 right there. Then we go down to, like last year, we went to West Virginia, and the year before that, Mississippi, then over to Florida. So, (laughs) yeah, four or five hour drives are nice. (laughs) Or just one hour ones. Yeah, one hour ones are great, too. Yeah, I think that way, I mean, my local track's an hour and a half away. Oh, Uh, see, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, hopefully you can make it to that race, because we're going to be there, and our plan is to... Be doing some podcasting, recording anyways, while we're there. Maybe we'll do some live broadcasting. Ooh, that might be fun. That'd be cool. Only two classes. Only two classes. Only two yeah. classes. <laughs> I can't remember. That, they got a, that's carpet off-road, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. You got the perfect car for that. Yes, I do. Yeah, it, 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 it's, uh, it's, it's actually the Gone Bananas Racing Skins Challenge that does... Uh, Okay, yeah, I didn't see there. that. Yeah, sponsored by yeah. our good buddy Rick Seffrood over at Gombanan Racing Skins. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of guys from Des Moines that go over that all the time, too. They get yeah. Perfect fix. Well, it. if you got the time, you should definitely come check it out, man. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, see, though, I've never drove on carpet, except for uh, 96 when I did carpet oval. <laughs> Well, well, if, if you're your... driving on that high that high grip uh, clay, it, it's yeah. They, they're so very similar nowadays. Other than the fact, well, the carpet is smooth everywhere. Yeah, just get Rick to uh, get a set of foam tires from Rick, and I guarantee you, you'll be good to go. Yep. So they're in foam tires, not the rubber tires. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. right. What's funny is we went uh, last April. We went to the Casey Hobbies uh, Spring Fling, and Cole and his dad. Uh, came up taller, and yeah. Cole, Cole was out there practicing with his rubber tires on, and he quickly—they both quickly realized that okay, everybody's on foam tires. We need to put foam tires on our cars, and um, he was fast with rubber tires on. Never mind when he put foams on them. It the was kids fast no matter what. I, I know, and see, yeah. my my only trick when I was racing against him was just to try and make him laugh hysterically, so he would drive a little more yep. terrible. And that still <laughs> didn't that. work very well. I've done that so many times when he's on the stand next to me. Yeah. They're actually coming down for this. We got that uh, shootout race in Blue Group this weekend. They're coming down. Right on. So, yeah, it's always, oh, look, there's taller. There's another trophy going. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll hide his bodies or something. Well, nice. see, see what's, what's 
like Mike and I are, are fairly newer to racing. Like we've been doing it for a few years now, so we've kind of gotten our, our legs underneath us and we know what it takes to, to, to run decent, consistent laps. But the one thing that we've never really experimented with is with the whole whip that everybody does now. But it, it's like even Cole said, you can't do them with the foam tires because they don't expand like the rubber tires do. They don't create that, that force that, no. that you get. So, you know, here I am out there with foam tires on trying to do these whips when we practiced barrel rolling my car and destroying things left, right, and center. And then to hear Cole <laughs> say, you can't do it with foam tires. I was like, oh, that would be why I can't even manage to do it at all. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be the kid that would do it just to say you could. Yeah, well, he was trying oh, and yeah. he managed to pull off a couple. But like he said, it's just, it's not the same uh, with, no. with rubber tires. So a little lesson I learned. Wish I would have known it sooner. Instead of destroying my yeah, cars, it's still, still a cool thing to do. Well, the, the I way I do, looked I at it, I can do it on accident. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, hey, if I can kind of manage to a little bit do it with with foam tires, I probably could do it with rubber tires. Yeah, but yeah, I'm too cheap no, to buy every rubber time tires. I try and do it, it's done by accident because yeah. I don't have the. It's like, oh, that's oh, I landed it. Cool. I hope somebody videotaped that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was watching a, a couple of videos there from the the la like the the last race there they had at the uh, OCRC, and you know you you watch it and every jump these guys are going over they're they're just doing little whips and I'm going like really like we're to that point yeah. we're scrubbing like we're trying to scrub that much more like you know you watch races from what a year and a half ago like look at the Reedy uh, race from two years ago they weren't doing that that much no. Not as much as they do now. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just something I've noticed. It's getting more and more and more and more. And it's like, okay, well. <sighs> well, the fact that they can control it, whip it, and then come down on the corner already squared up for the next corner. That's what's, that's what's killing. Yeah, yeah. Instead of jumping straight down and turning, they're already turned ready to go. Yeah, and they're gone. And I, I just said, oh, whatever. Have fun. Cool. I'll wait till you come <laughs> back around the course again, and I'll follow you for a corner or two. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> we got so many, some of these young kids that are, are track are just unbelievably fast. We had uh, a few of them go to the Reedy race last year. Mason Fuller, he drives for Lewis, and he actually TQ'd one of the four-wheel drive rounds. Nice. And it's, uh, you know, you, you go out there and you look, and these kids are just, like, turning ballistic laps. They put the car down, and they go play tag with their friends. Like it's no big deal, <laughs> isn't that? Well, wild? But, but I mean, but these other guys are crashing, and well, what, what can we do? And they're like, no, just put the car down. That's all he does. <laughs> I think that's but why they like, do so well, though, right? Is because they just they don't care. There's no, they don't get nervous. They're not, they're not overthinking it. You know, they just go and do it, and it is what it is. Yep. Yeah, but it's it's neat watching that. You know. Coming from when I was doing it to now watching the, the future grow. Like when I was racing Tollard for years, just seeing him expand to what he's at now. Mm-hmm. It, you know, almost went in the Reedy Open. It's ridiculous, but it's also very cool. I actually love that part. You know, everybody asks, oh, you got beat by a kid. I post a picture on Facebook, whatever. I'm like third, and the two other people are like eight and nine. <laughs> You got beat by kids. I'm like, yes, I did. I'm proud of where I was, too. Yeah, yeah. if you've seen how fast these kids are, I'm okay with third. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. 
That's uh, unbelievable. It, it is, really is, isn't it? it? Well, it was like uh, what, that little dude there that came, Mike, there uh, up to our uh, year-end race uh, two years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, from the Barry area. What there. was the his name? Was like, what, eight? Seven, I think, or eight. Seven, Seven or eight. eight? He was oh, just, my God. He was so fast. It was, like, ridiculous. And I'm just thinking, okay, Matt, just keep it on all four wheels, and you can stay ahead of him. You crash once. He's going to pass you. And that's not such a bad thing. The worst thing. part is, is he was crashing left, right, and center, and he was still beating everybody. Yo, I know. It was ridiculous. Like, it was just, oh, yeah. All that kid had to do was clean up. Oh, man. It, it just unbelievable. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> One of our other kids. He uh, ended up third at nationals in short course and like 20 something in buggy. He was Alex Vanderbeek. And lo and behold, he's qualified for the worlds now. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's, and I remember his, me and his dad are best friends. So I remember the day he was born all the way till now. So, following his career, it's just unreal. You know, we're trying to figure out a way where he can get to go to China next year. Wow. In that yeah, world. and I'm like, I'm like, I'm lucky to make the B at her club race. <laughs> ah, well, that's, but, it's all about know, the fun the at the end, end of the day. Yeah, yeah, but at the end, like I said, you know, the way I do, like, the bling and stuff, if I can't go fast, I'm going to look good going slow. You know, you're going <laughs> to see the shine. That's a good way to think about it. Right, right. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm sorry, I'm still kind of memorized, mesmerized by looking at your, some of the stuff you I did. Know. It's just, it's. It's incredible stuff. So I guess at this point too, we'll give you an opportunity, of course, to thank uh, all your other sponsors um, that you're that you're with. Okay. Uh, start off by thanking uh, the main one, Team Associated, J Concepts for all the goodies, LRP and Stick It One Racing for the awesome decals, and my buddy Marshall for uh, throwing down some killer paint for me. And that's and of course my myself. I sponsor myself with my bling. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice, eh? Right on, right on. Well, Bubba, of course, thank you very much for coming on the NBM Podcast. For those of you out there that are interested in having your titanium uh, products blinged by Bubba himself, go ahead and check him out, Bubba's Bling on Facebook. Uh, he does also have a Facebook page, a uh, personal one that you can find him through. Um, Definitely. Yeah, it's under... I answer all kinds of questions, too, <laughs> So make sure you guys check them out. And of course, we're going to ask you to do one last little thing for us. We haven't actually asked it in a while, but it's not too often we have new, new people on the, on the podcast. So, uh, we, do, that's me. <laughs> we do these wonderful little things. Basically, all I need you to do is just say, uh, I'm Bubba from Bubba's Bling and you're listening to the MBM podcast. And then we'll take it, all we'll right. cut it out and we'll add it to the minute seven long one we have already. So this is Bubba from Bubba's Bling. You're listening to the MBM podcast, live or recorded, however you want to listen to it. There we go. Nice. Look at that go. I love that <laughs> at the end. Do, yeah. Bubba, do you listen to podcasts at all regularly? Yeah, I do. Do you listen I'm to the, yours, Rips, everything? Do, yeah. you li- do you listen to the Chief and Sean show at all? Uh, no, actually, I don't have that one. Okay, you got to check them out. From Street Outlaws, Chief and Sean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't listen to the podcast, but they're live and stuff like that, yeah. Oh, man, you are missing out. You need to listen to their shows. You will. It brings a whole new facet to those guys. Oh, really? Yeah, if you already like the show Street Outlaws, you're going to like them even more after listening to the podcast. It's hilarious. Audio oh, on some of them is horrible at best, star. but... 
but you can find the no hold barred too. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah there there was a while where they got pulled off from being able to do podcasts because of legal situations. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it it's good. It's good. It'll it'll definitely give you some uh, some stuff to listen to and laugh hysterically. But you'll. You'll get the humor in the fact that you said live or recorded once you listen to a couple of them when they start putting the thing in because Sean keeps going live and then she's like, no, we're not live. It's recorded. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's funny to say the least. So thank you again for coming on the NBM podcast. You guys are obviously listening to Bubba Boggs himself. Make sure you check him out, Bubba's Bling, on Facebook. Get your titanium blinged out by him. And we'll be back after this wonderful little commercial. CalRC, the radio-controlled maintenance king since 2008. Providing the RC community with the world's best pit mats, park trays, performance aerosols, and much more. Through smart design, superior performance, and 100% made in the USA, CalRC products are a real value. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Follow CalRC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or order direct at cowrc.com. Save 10% with code IMOVE. That's code I-M-O-O. CowRC. Maintenance King. From the break, it's the NBM Podcast. You're here, obviously, with myself, Matt, or some people know me as Moose, and, of course, Moose. Mike, the stove. <laughs> oh, God. We got to get you something to cook, apparently. The books. Yeah, you got to cook the books, right? Remember? Yeah. I burn the books. You cook the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a cool guy that... Uh, Bubba Boggs is, eh? Oh, I know, right? Like, just, just, uh, he's another, like, chill, laid back kind of guy, I think. And I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I hope we get the chance <laughs> to meet him. Yeah, I can't wait to get him some, some turnbuckles. And I, I just know. want, like, a solid color. Yeah, I think I'm going to get him to do a set for the SC5M in pink. <clears throat> well, remember how we were talking about our body deal? Yeah. Get the front ones to match the front part of the body like so if it's black get them done black right and if the back end is purple blue pink get those turnbuckles done in that color so the turnbuckles go with the flow of the body oh man yeah that wouldn't be too too bad or or yeah. at least pick pick like the two main colors in the body yeah yeah or even flip it like if you got white on the front and black on the back well white doesn't really work i guess i don't know if you can do white i don't know i haven't looked that closely at some of them huh there's a question. But anything but white. But let's just say you had blue in the front and black on the back. Yeah. You could put blue turnbuckles on the black back, black ones on the front. They just make it pop, right? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I'm about anything that makes it easier to see your RC on the track. <laughs> you know? Why, are you trying to say you have a hard time seeing things? Sometimes. <laughs> Me too. Depends on uh, how far away it is and where the tabletop is. I know. I think sometimes we're really spoiled with the, the size of tracks that we normally are used to racing on, like, because they're smaller. And then we go to these bigger tracks and we go, 
How the hell am I supposed to see my car from this far away, guys? Well, it's like I feel like I need to strap a set of binoculars <laughs> to my glasses <laughs> to be able to see to the other side, right? Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you imagine RC racing with a set of VR goggles on? Uh, I think you'd get sick. Oh, okay. like not with the car having the camera, but just, I don't know. It'd be pretty. Capturing it in virtual reality would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would probably make me a little ill to my stomach. I'm not going to lie. Get one of those, like, Samsung 360 cameras now. Put it right in the middle of the track so you get all the way around. So mm -hmm. when you put the goggles on and you slide your phone in, as you turn your head, you would be able to see at any point of time 360 degrees, right? Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be too That'd bad. actually be pretty cool watching the track. So you could actually follow your car around the track on, on a replay, for example. And all you'd have to do is, is keep turning in circles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't make you sick at all. You imagine you're standing there at your pit and you're watching the replay and all you're doing is, is turning left for three and a half or seven minutes, whatever the main is. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it, just following your car. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's where I made that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, blah, and fall over on the floor. <laughs> uh, yeah, fall that'd be over. awful. <laughs> I can't wait to watch somebody do it. Yeah, um, hopefully it won't be me, because I'll definitely... I won't fall on the floor, I'll puke. That's what hey, I Matt, say. Hey, Matt, while we're talking, even though we're doing it on podcast time, mm -hmm. I've got a servo and those servo horn thingamajigger spring things for the summit. Are you still waiting for some of this? Uh, I think you need the, the spring... I think I just need like the controller. The servo horn. The controller or the horns? Because remember, Hang I on, bought let me the grab horns. Hang on. Say hi to everybody for a minute. Okay. Hi, everybody. Matt has the summit at his house, and we're replacing parts on it, i.e., the little mini servos that broke. Yes, apparently and it's been a I do. Year. Actually, no. I have them here in a container. Yeah, okay. Well, I have two new ones here. So if, because remember, I, you couldn't remember if you were missing parts or something. Yes, but I think I have everything. I, I mounted the servos. So the servos are in Yes. In it. Um, I don't think. Because I bought an extra servo, like, just to have as a spare, obviously. Yeah. And then it's I ordered It's just a matter of horns. needing the remote and hooking the horns up. Yeah. And then trying to figure out if I can adjust the EPAs. I should be able to adjust the EPAs on those other channels. Well, the other thing too is, is now that I have uh, that new controller, I should see if I can get a receiver. You're only going to be able to get a four channel receiver for that. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure. That's pretty sure what that's why it it's called steering, a four mixing PX. and all that. Well, that's the thing. You could probably like you could mix the fourth channel to run all mm. of the servos. So when you flip the fourth channel it would then uh, lock both the diffs. But you, you well, kind of... You need one for throttle, one for steering. Yeah, so what you need is one for throttle, one for steering, then one to switch you from high-low on the transmission, and, and then one mm. where you could just lock and unlock the diffs, where the Traxxas remote that comes with it, um, the first click on the top of it actually locks the front diff, and then the second click locks both diffs. Yeah, but that should be enough. Well, yeah, I, no, you, you can do it with the four on the four. But but here's hear me out for a minute. Hear me out for a minute. Okay. Do you want to be taking a $600 plus radio out with you where you might go and run the summit? Yeah, no, I know. We, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> that, too. Exactly. I would just keep the Traxxas remote with it, so that way when if you bail 
or the remote falls or whatever the case is, it's not a $600 race radio. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's all. Hey, it's up to you. You can do whatever you want. I'm just trying. See, they, they do make a six-channel. Oh, do they? Surface. But does the radio do six channels? Probably not. Oh, it's been so long since I've looked at No, it probably works RC. with their uh, dual sticker deal. Yeah, because it's only a four-channel. That's why, yeah. So, yeah, the 4PX only outputs four channels. But that would still be enough. One channel, channel whatever for throttle. Channel one for steering. Channel two for throttle. Oh, right, because there's the front diff, the rear diff. And, and the high-low on the transmission. But you can, you can the wire the, the front and rear diff together and run them on one channel. Right. Just like I said, with the, the Traxxas remote, it, what it does is it allows you just to lock the front diff. Yes. Or yes. both, where you just lose the ability to lock one and then both. What I wish Traxxas would have done is made it where you could lock front diff or lock rear diff or lock both. But right. beggars can't be choosers. Now, I know some guys have switched it so where when you go to lock it, it'll lock just the rear diff, which maybe I had mine mm-hmm. hooked up backwards. So maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, but you can lock just the rear diff, and then if you flick it all the way, it would lock the front as well. Or the other option is, is to lose... The, uh, the the ability to change the two-speed transmission have to do it manually just by sticking your finger in there. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. You're, you're better okay, off to thanks. make it where it locks both diffs up and you can still go between high and low remotely. Yeah. That's all. No, you will do, you're right. Doing it with just the, uh, excuse me, um, Traxxas. the Traxxas is yeah. probably the better because if you do drop it or it ends up in a pond, Lord only knows with us. <laughs> Or, you know, you set it down on that what seems like a stable surface, and then it falls. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I'd have an aneurysm with a $600 racing radio. Oh, look, they did another update for the 4PX, too. Oh, look at you. I'm kind of waiting. I want a 4PX really bad, but I have a feeling we're going to see something else here soon. Yes, you are, because everybody's coming out with these Android controllers. Did we talk about that at all? I don't remember if we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Well, we? we briefly did. I don't remember. But, and I just saw another one that just came out. I can't remember who it was that that just released it. But, oh, man, I really wish I could think off the top of my head. Hmm, I don't know. You don't Anyways, have to. Really That's what matter. you use Google for. Yeah, LiveRC is good for that, too. Yep, they are. But I don't know who. Google, so, yeah, Google anyways. didn't help me at all. So two giveaways on this show. I know, right? Two, two giveaways, giveaways. Two freaking on one giveaways. show. So, um, hey, you got any new stuff? No, I haven't even been looking. No, no. I've been too busy cleaning my garage, mm-hmm. which then led to cleaning out the RC. I call it my studio slash office slash RC build room. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything happens in this little room. And... I needed to make more table space. I haven't sent you a picture yet, actually, but when you see it, you're going to be like, dude, you thought about that, and you thought about it hard. And I keep getting text messages, and it's making my stuff go all crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I have thrown out so much stuff, it is unbelievable. (laughs) And just, like, broken things, boxes, uh, what else? 
just like all the like I had all the cables that I bought like for patching everything in for the the board and everything here. I knew they and made a spelling mistake in this one. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. <laughs> no, what were you saying? What, what one? <laughs> on live RC. No, I had all the like Go ahead. Oh. No, 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 you go. You go. No, Finish. no. I had all the uh, the the boxes from all the cables. Oh. <laughs> from setting up the board, like just sitting around, and I was just like, "Oh my god." Right. Why? Why am I keeping? <laughs> yeah, all exactly. This? You know, like, right? I, and you know, I just made no sense. <laughs> so, I'm looking on Live RC to try and find out. Now, I think maybe what you're thinking of is the new waterproof antennaless receiver by Sanwa. However, on Live RC, I did a little bit of spelling proofreading for them. Um, they have it in the title as Sauna, so S A W N A. And I'm like, that can't be right. What? So I clicked on it. Of course, yes, it is Sanwa, uh, which is Airtronics, as most people remember, right? Yeah, Sanwa or whatever. We, yeah. yeah, they bought them out or whatever it is. Well, it still says Airtronics on, the, uh, on this, but yeah, it's waterproof. Uh, pretty nifty. Why are, you know what I mean? It's all uh, all in one kind of deal. Waterproof antennas. Instead of having that, you know, it'd be really really cool. What? As if we could have accepted that invite to go to the the Von Nats. Yeah, I know, right? <sighs> and that's a whole lot, though. We need old cars. No, no, we don't. We were offered somebody oh, yes, else's you cars. Are. You're, you're right. You're right. We were. All we'd have to do is, is get our big MBM podcast butts down there. <laughs> yeah, but see, the worst we part is nobody knows about that oh. yet. About what? About our invite invitation to that. They'll hear about no, that I next know, week. But <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we can still talk about Von Nats. Yeah, it's true. And then I know this was like sort of not public, but now it is public. And I don't know if we even talked about it. But our friend Eric Jensen. Yeah, we did. We talked. About, I talked about. We RC. talked about it twice. Well, I talked about it once on Tim's, Tim's podcast, which is still yet to come out, and I'm sure we've mentioned it on. We've mentioned it on one of them for sure. But now it's like they even made a post finally. Like it took forever there. Yeah, yeah, no. Also, <laughs> you know? they got a picture. He's got his mug shot on there. Oh, I'm so happy for him. I'm yeah, absolutely. Jealous. You know. I'm just like, I want to work for a live RC. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> and then I got a 224 2.0 in the box that I haven't even opened yet. I don't know how you do that, dude. I could never buy a new <laughs> kit and not even just not open it. Like, I'd I have to open the, it at least. <laughs> lay down conversion kit for the 22 3.0, still in the bag, sealed. Uh, what else? Oh, and some silicone diff fluid for the diff that I bought to put into the two-wheel drive buggy. Oh, look at you go. Oh, yeah, you did and buy I the, can't, diff gear, the, the gear diff. Yeah, and I can't, for the life of me, figure out where on earth my uh, Tegan hot wire is gone. <laughs> um, in one of your bins somewheres. <laughs> Guaranteed. I know, it. I've been through all the ones out in the garage. Right. So... I, I don't know. It'll it'll show up. I hope so. I'm sure you'll find it. It's just placed somewhere deep away. <laughs> yep. You always lose stuff like that. Yep. 
Uh, so terrible. keep saying yep. No, no, don't keep doing that, please. So yeah, oh, I don't know. Uh, the other thing that's kind of happened is uh, that discussion of doing the MBM roundtable. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be coming that up soon. That has exploded. Yes, it has. And we do not need any more people. Sorry, it's full. <laughs> yeah, it's full. And then you added We'll more do people. another one with other people. We promise. Yeah, we will. We'll do it again because I'm pretty sure this one will be fairly... Uh, fairly. It should be good. I, I think it's going to definitely take a lot of discipline on our parts, which that's kind of scary with us saying we'll be disciplined about things. But um, <laughs> I think we'll get through it. We'll survive it. Have you yeah, seen? Yeah, oh, I, you know what? Now I remember what I wanted to mention. The uh, have you seen the video there with the um, the Wi-Fi module for the um, that hobby what wing? I saw. That's what I saw. Tell me that isn't awesome. It's cool, but as per conversation that we were just having uh, down with uh, Casey's track there mm-hmm. and whatnot, was I can see a lot of tracks banning any type of controller or device that allows you to make changes on the fly. And but, here's but the reason you, why. You don't, you don't get it, eh? You can't actually do it on the fly while you're driving. You have to stop yes, the car, I, yes, change yes. it, and the ESC has to reset. So during practice time, I see people doing it, but yes. I don't see anybody touching it during an actual race situation ever. But there is always cheaters. Yeah, but there's going to be no way to do it. The ESCs have to restart, though, bro. Hear me out for a second. Okay. Okay. You're racing a blanky class, right? Uh Uh-huh. And you've got a Wi-Fi module. Yeah. Let's use me and you, for example. You're going to run the race. You're going to run two-wheel drive, stock, short course truck. Right. So you've got a 17.5, and it needs to be blinky. Yeah. You take it. You go through um, tech, and they're like, yep, it's blinky. You walk away with your truck, I'm watching, I tap in, I make the changes to your truck before you put it down on the ground. Yeah, that's true, but the simple way to to fix that problem. If you're running in a stock class, you can't have the module installed. Well, again, that's what I'm saying, but it's one of those situations where it's just, I can see people using it, and I could see people, and I hate to say this, especially some of the people we race with... (laughs) Using it, I, I honest to God do, doing exactly what I just described. Well, but it's if, like if that's NASCAR. what they need to do to win, well, and it's exactly. And then even if you tech after the race, me and you are a team. So as soon as the race is done, I just tap back in and put it back to Blinky. So even if you're going to tech before and after, there's still a way to cheat. And the perfect example of it was this: it's like if you were running NASCAR. It's like as if they went through tech, they got to go back to their garage, shut the door do whatever they wanted, pull the car out, go run the race. Then, at the end of the race, get to pull the car back in the garage, undo any changes they did, so that when they do the after-race inspection, it's the way it was before the race. Yeah, true. That's exactly what it is. You know what I mean? It's just, there's no way to control that and to know. You know, so you're going to get guys that are going to just simply say, well, that's not fair. But And I shouldn't say that. That's just an opinion, my opinion. As these become more popular, as people can just make changes. So you do cartwheels on the track. You know how many times we've seen guys just pull their car off to the side of the track for 10 laps, and you're like, what's that guy doing? And then all of a sudden, he's going around again. 
I can see people making changes on the fly like that. That's just, that's insane. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, if they pull it off, it's because something broke or <clears throat> something's no, no, really I... wrong. They know they're out of contention. It, it's not going to matter at that point, but it, it's going to be simple. There's going to be, there's, it's, it's easy to in, put rules in place of it, but to worry wow. that somebody's going to go to the level of cheating with it, it's simple. If you're in a stock class, you can't have the module in during your race. End of story. It's as simple yeah. as unplugging the module. Well, I think even using it during the race period, if you were like, if you're, if you're, if like you're you in said, a mod you class, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But the you, fact that you have to stop your car to make the change now just made your car a giant obstacle for everybody else trying to run the race. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're stupid enough to drop it, stop in a place that's a problem for everybody else, <laughs> then that's on the racer. At the end of the day, no, I you got to remember, you got to, if I stop and you, and you plow into the back of me, cause I'm changing settings on my ESC, who's going to be pissed? Uh, well, both of us are going to be, but exactly. Did you stop in a <laughs> Did you stop in a place that doesn't see a lot of traffic, or did you stop in a wow. racing line? I mean, I think stopping on the track to make changes to your car like that with anything like that is just ludicrous. Well, there's there's <laughs> lots of places on a track that you can pull your car off and be out of the way. Just just like when you put your car down on the track before you go to run, when you got to walk up to the driver's stand, you're going to want to put your car in that same kind of spot if you're going to make any changes on the track. You know what this reminds me? You know what this whole conversation makes me think of? What? Roundtable discussion. Well, yeah, it's, it, I think it's a great... <laughs> there might be a topic to bring up. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, just... It's going to be interesting to see where it goes, right? Like, it's kind of one of those, like... And, and we're the perfect example. I'm basically against it. Just get rid of it. Yeah, but th- yes, now you're cool. telling... Yes, but you, now you're saying to these manufacturers that have spent how much money to get these technologies to racers and that saying okay thank you for wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars in r&d but no no, kidding right but this is what i'm saying though right is is you're pro and i'm con of it and it's the perfect we're just two people now you imagine and the best part is community you'd be the first one to actually have it and use it (laughs) i don't know dude i don't know i i just (laughs) we know what happens sometimes when programming your esc when it's not live on the track you imagine now doing it on the track? Well, like but, I just, but that's I it. Know. And now you're also talking with this Hobbywing setup is you've got to have your <clears> phone <throat> or some kind of device that can connect to that Wi-Fi module. Um, <sighs> you know, Gropner does a system that actually does it right through the radio. But it's the and same. I'm be honest with you. It's the same thing. As soon as you make the changes, it has to restart the ESC. And, and here's my next thing. Where on earth are you going to fit another module... It's t- on a two-wheel dude, drive. That buggy. thing is tiny, though. And if you look at some of the rooms some of these guys have Ooh. on their cars that are running like uh, low profile, like the the MKS X6 uh, low profiles, mm-hmm. in some of these B6s, there's a lot of room. You'd have enough room to slap that module in there. But and and again, yeah. this module isn't going to be advantageous to the stock racer anyway. It's going to be added weight that now they've got to oh, deal yeah. with, right? I mean, I guess maybe in some eight-scale electric stuff, I could see this being, you know, maybe advantageous. Like I, I said, I, I like the idea of being able to have it in during a practice time because, you know, if you got a 15-minute, uh, like, well, we've seen it in Wisconsin when we went down there and raced, right? There was, like, what, 15-minute uh, control practice, and it was so busy, you got five yeah. minutes up there. So if you think and about see, it, if you have th- five minutes and you, you change the, the programming <clears throat> at your table, you get out there, you run two yeah. laps and go, oh, that's way wrong. Now, we know on that track there was plenty of spots to put the car out of the way. And do mm-hmm. your changes. So that's what I'm saying is you get, okay, you get your car out of the way, you do your change, and then you at least get to get back over there for two or three laps before that five minutes is up. 
to actually check it because you and I both know if you step off that driver's stand, your spot's gone. You're SOL. Mm -hmm. You're not getting that spot back. So th that's why I say I, I see an okay side of it. It's, it again, it's going to come down to driver etiquette at the end of the day. The driver being responsible enough to find a safe location to pull their car off to the side, so make the changes, and get back on the track. Are are you talking about their Wi-Fi Express module? Uh, I don't know. It was a uh, I seen it on the interwebs. Because if you're talking about that, that's a little bit different. Because I'm looking at it right now. You can't actually make changes i don't think to the car you can it, 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 it this is more of a, uh, a telemetry thing like i'm looking at it right now if it's the hobby wing wi-fi express now no, no there's something else that's come out oh, i seen it the video they they demoed it at <coughs> uh at a race a little while ago i think it's been out for a little while oh excuse me yeah, it's not the Wi-Fi Express. No, no, because that Wi-Fi Express is pretty cool. Like that—that's what I was just looking at here now, and it gives you um, telemetry data, so battery voltage, temperatures, things like that. And it's uh, Android and an improvement. Hmm. I don't even know if it's available on Android. Oh no, it lets you change it. Never mind, it's here. It is it. It's the Wi-Fi Express. Is it? Okay. Yeah, here it is. The Wi-Fi module is a complete different concept from the way the Hobbywing LCD program box works. All the parameters of the Wi-Fi module are displayed in one, all in one via the graphical interface with drop-down menu and scroll bars. Now users can program their ESC in a much more user-friendly interface without delay. Yeah, so that's it. So it requires you to connect to a Wi-Fi um, yeah, it looks like to me it's they just got rid phone. of the antenna yeah. on it. Yeah, so th that's all this is. It's just a little Wi-Fi. It creates a Wi-Fi network. You yeah, and it just plugs in it. on the ESC where you normally mm -hmm. plug in your program card. It, it's it's hmm. a great little setup. Like I said, it, it's one of those tools where now maybe not the driver doesn't make the changes. Maybe it's a situation like you and I, right, where you're out on your practice time and you turn to me and you say, no, 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 it's, it's too much time and it's way out, it, like it's, it's too much, back it off a bit. Mm -hmm. Then you pull off a safe spot, I back it off, I turn to you and say, okay, it's restarting. Once it's back up and running, you run a couple laps and you say, yeah, that's it. It, it, it has its advantages and I think to me it's only going to come in practices. Um, I do agree with you that I see maybe rules being put in place where these modules cannot be in the vehicles during mains um, or, or races. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the other option is, is you can use it in practice because literally you can use a piece of Velcro, plug it into the ESC and go do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. But come tech, it has to be out of the car. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess that would be fair because like I said, what's pretty cool is, is like you get the data record here, right? So they're showing uh, ESC temperature, max motor temperature, your minimum battery voltage and your max motor RPMs. That'd be pretty cool to be able to just get that right off, right out of it. And say, okay, you know what? Like you just said, you know, okay, I want a little bit more ESC timing. So you go in there, you put in that little bit of timing. Now you look at your your data again, right? You're like, oh crap, things getting way too hot. You yeah, know? yeah. And uh, I like that these have the motor thermal protection in them too. And not all ESCs have that. And that's actually something that me and you could have probably have used a couple times, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll really be interesting to see, like, what Tekken does, for example, you know, 
uh, obviously Hobby Wings taken on the that. Uh, what about Orion? You know, from Horizon. Like, yeah. what are they going to do with with this technology? Are they well, going to adopt I, it, or are they just going to say no? What's uh, associated going to do with their uh, what you call it brand? I can't even think of it right now. Off the top of my head. Reedy. Reedy. What what I think you're going to see happening with 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 uh, companies like Spectrum coming out with their DX6R with an Android-based operating system built right into the radio, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see these radios be able to connect to these Wi-Fi modules, and you're going to be able to do all this programming from your radio, um, which is kind of taking the same concept of of what Groppner has, but now you're opening it up where, you know, if you're a Futaba guy, you're going to be able to buy eventually a Futaba that's running an Android-based operating system that would allow you mm-hmm. to program your ESC, whether it's an Orion, a Tekken, a Hobbywing, uh, you, you know, well, because if any they of those make an app for their ESC mm-hmm. and their Wi-Fi module. It's just Android, right? Yeah, yeah. It's now, just you know the the, the other th- comment that we were making too is is just to kind of let me just divert here for a second on these Android controllers, like the DX six Rs. That's what it is. Yeah. So that thing runs Android, right? Yeah. The app. That it okay, so let me take a step back. When you want to drive your car, you have to open an it's app. It's an app, yes. Yeah, now we both have Android phones, <laughs> and they do from time to time crap out. Yep, and the phone just all of a sudden restarts. And we were joking about this the other night. Was you imagine in the middle of the race, your controller hangs? Now, what do you do? I mean, I have never seen somebody's controller just hang on the on the driver's stand. No. So ne- I think we're kind of going into, and, and we just said it, right, into a new era of speed controllers, uh, the, 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 the transmitters, and how you can manipulate the speed controllers, you know, whatever that may be, whether like Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, right from the control. Dude, why couldn't they just encode the data over the radio signal to the receiver? And well, I think that's what Gropner's doing. That's that's exactly what Gropner does, but it requires you to be running the Gropner ESC, the Gropner uh, mm-hmm. receiver, and radio that all support their hot technology. Mm-hmm. Tim's used it. Tim Tim likes it. He says it works really well. He said it takes a little bit of finagling to get it uh, properly working and, and talking to each other. Yeah. But he said yeah, once yeah, you yeah. once you do it once, it's super easy every other time. It's learning yeah. it the first time. And I had the same problem when I first got my Futaba. I had well, pulled my hair connecting a receiver to it. <laughs> right then, once I figured well, it out, it's like oh, changed done. too. Yeah, you know, I mean, it got better because I think when we kind of got that, when you got that. The whole programming your ESC thing was kind of a new thing three and a half, four years ago, right? Like, that way. You used to be able to change settings, but it was through the button and watching lights blink or following beep codes. That was a nightmare. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that we got in at the tail end of the first gen of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like LiPo-based stuff and, and, mm-hmm. and program cards were starting to come out and um, stuff like that. Like, I think all that was fairly new. Which didn't yep. make any sense to us because we'd be like, well, where's the PC program for it? Because, you know, we knew <laughs> Tekken having it for their yeah. stuff. And, and, you know, everybody's like, well, it doesn't have it. It's got a program box. Like, well, how can it not have a program for the computer? <laughs> it makes more sense now, you know, realizing yep. that we aren't, we are, we were so close to catching the tail end of the, the nickel metal hydride and the, the round cell days, you know, before lipos really, really exploded as, as they had, yeah. no pun intended, um, as they have. You know, 
Don't get yep. me wrong. I'm pretty sure Life was wrote for about a year and a half before we started, but they were expensive, like super expensive. I, I think we're in for some very interesting times. I'm just going to leave it at well, that. Well, I know lipos are probably going to be expensive forever because of some of the stuff that's been done due to shipping <laughs> yeah, well. regulations and stuff like that. But what can you do, right? No, we no, but I just it. mean in, with the technology, right? Like yeah. it's just, again, now we're talking Wi-Fi this and all these modules are coming. And I guess what one has to ask themselves is, is it ruining the hobby or is it making the hobby better? Mm, that's a good question. You know, I guess, again, it, it depends on what side of the fence you sit on. You know, if, if you're pro-technology and like all this stuff, then, yeah, it's great. But at the same time, I can see it being a bad thing because now you got guys that will try to get away with things that they would never have been able to get away with prior, you know? That is true, yeah. Like I said, you know, I, I threw that one scenario out that was kind of thrown at me when we were talking about it. Because I did the same thing. I was like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. And then all of a sudden I had that whole situation of, well, picture this. You know, buddy, like, a, I don't need to say it again. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that would suck. If somebody actually did that, yeah, that sucks. You know, and how would you ever know, really? You know what I mean? So then you got to hope that people are honest. And let's be realistic. We know guys that'll do anything to to get first place because that's all that matters to them. They don't care about having fun and having an honest to good to God good time. Yeah, you know? they'll be a little shady about some of the stuff that they do. Sure. But. You know, and there's 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 those people in every crowd, you know, and whatever. People can get mad at me for saying it and probably going to be, oh, he's talking about me probably. Well, if you, you think he's talking way. about you, well, then you're <laughs> yeah. guilty to begin with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to lie. For the longest time, when we were running, I don't even remember what we were running. And all of a sudden I was like, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I shouldn't be running. Oh, yeah, we were running stock buggy. Oh, yeah, and you still had all that timing poured into it from when we <laughs> went to that one race. From when we, when we were running mod. And yeah. all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. And it didn't, you know what? The reality is it didn't do me any good because I was still finishing horribly. You know, but, I mean, there's honest mistakes. And then, you know, when I figured it out, it was like, okay, I'll just change it. And who cares, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if I won the race, it would have been like, okay, what's going on here? But (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway, Hey, the only reason why I've ever won any races is because the really fast guys broke. (laughs) I'm good enough to hang in around like fourth, fifth, sometimes third, depending on who's in it. it. And then if the other guys break, then I'm, then I'm laughing. (laughs) We gotta, we gotta see maybe about trying to get a hold of somebody from Hobby Wing or Gropner. I bet you I can get a hold of Charlie. You know. Because our good friend Just Charlie Swenka, who used to be with Novak, is now with Hobbywing. He is, eh? Yeah. Just, uh, I think he wants to get settled into his new home and everything like that before he's going to be ready yeah. to really do anything. Because, of course, product familiarity is going to be kind of his go-to thing. So uh, I'm sure when he's ready, we could probably get him on. Uh, as far as Gropner, um, yeah, I'd have to try and see if we could get a hold of it at that level. Because I know they're not a U.S.-based company, and I don't know what their... Uh, <laughs> representation is in the u.s yeah it'd just be interesting to talk to somebody that knows that technology yeah and just see you know obviously they're gonna you know if you're talking to somebody that is involved with this wi-fi express module they're obviously going to be very pro it but it would be very interesting to throw the comments that i'd made at them and just say you know what is your side of that you know what how are you going to defend that product when somebody like me says yeah but how do you stop somebody from 
from cheating. Yeah. You know, and especially in stock, in mod, as you said, it doesn't matter. You can run all the timing in the world. Who cares? Blow your motor up for all anybody cares. I love seeing but. that, dude. That You know, now you're kind of getting into that stock and blow your motor up. I love seeing these guys that have these stock buggies, and they've got them so cranked up that they're having to build custom mounts to mount a fan on the side of their B6 <laughs> oh, I to blow air over their their Their, their mod. Motor. Their motor. Oh, their, their stock. Yeah. I don't understand how that's stock racing. But, well, okay, it's fine and dandy. You want to turn your... But come <laughs> on! Like, isn't the goal of racing to not make everything want a thermonuclear meltdown? Like, if, you, if well, you're pushing your system pushing so... to the limit, but... Well, yeah, to the limit. So to the natural limit of the ability of your car. Like, stop adding a freaking, you know, shop vac fan well, <laughs> to, to the side of your car. So that way your motor doesn't end up running like uh, like 300 degrees. Like, I, I don't know. I just, but look, did you see the post I shared on Facebook uh, earlier today? Uh, probably not. I'm just browsing to it now. Was probably it working. was. I don't remember the company off the top of my head. I know I haven't done anything either. Um, just came out with a new motor that is like uh, cheat proof. Oh, Trinity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trinity. Yeah. That's I've seen it. it on LiveRC.com. Yeah, they put a sticker over the end bell to stop people from monkeying with it. And I love the idea of that kind of a motor. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, that's stock racing, right? Everybody, ha- like... like well, and now, I'm going to be honest with you. For the, for the most part, dude, a lot of guys that run stock end up buying, like, solely stock, just buy the, the stock spec ESCs from the manufacturers. Tekken has one. They, they all have one. No, I got you. But what I'm saying is, is, is beyond that, it's just, like we were talking before, we already mentioned this before, was the way when you buy the kit and it comes to you, if it doesn't have aluminum bell cranks it, and you put aluminum bell cranks, it's not stock anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, if you don't get it in the box from TLR or Associated, or whatever brand, then that's it. It's, it. If it's not in that box, it's not stock. Yep. I, I'd love to see and the manufacturers sell a stock, a mint stock car. Like, if you want to run stock well, class, here's our kit for you guys. Well, and Associated did that. Yeah, with the factory with the B5M light. Light, yeah. or the factory light, right? Yeah. And that was kind of cool. It was like, okay, here is a purpose-built stock race so car. So there was certain things in that kit. Lighter chassis. That were beneficial. That's right. Beneficial yep. to stock racing. Yeah. But if you take the regular B5M and, you know, you do whatever modifications, whether it be milling the chassis down, drilling holes in it, whatever. <laughs> okay. That's not stock. It didn't come out of the box like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It just, yeah, there it is. The Trinity, uh, what did they call it here? Equalizer. Equalizer. You know, they put labels on it. It's just, it's not a rebuildable motor, unfortunately. But that only makes sense, and they put the stickers on it that if you take it apart, and the, 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 the label would have to get ripped. And I'm sure, you know, the argument will be, is, well, guys can cheat with those two using a heat gun, unsticking the sticker, and getting it back. But, I mean, you're going to know, right? Especially if it's those type where half the, you know, remember on the Xboxes? Yeah, where half the sticker, sticker stays on, yeah. That's what I'd use. Problem solved. I bet you that's <laughs> you what know? they are. And uh, I, I love the idea of that, and I am very, very pro- that idea stock racing needs to be stock yes there's the weight limits and all this stuff that rora has put in place that you're allowed to get it to this weight but i think that actually spelling out you know even the battery 
You know what I mean? Because we know what a battery can do, a shorty yep. versus a square pack. No, no. It's Now, I guess, how can you say that? Because some of these cars come with multiple options. But just specify. Just say, no, you have to run a no, no, no. 4300. It doesn't matter, dude. You can let them run whatever brand battery you want. Where you have to enforce the rules is on the charge rates that some of these guys use. There's guys oh, that, that charge too. these things at 30, 40 amps and just slam these packs to get every little bit out of them. And that's, again, that's another inherent thing. So now you're trying to get the most out of your battery, your car, and your money and investment, which, okay, that's fine. That's totally up to you to do. But at the same time, is it worth possibly having a fire around other people, around other people's stuff, somebody potentially getting injured because they tripped or, you you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay. And, you know, now we're sounding like the, oh, my God, these guys are all... But let's be serious. We're out to have fun at the end of the day. So what is it worth possibly hurting somebody, possibly losing a six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, $1,100 car that you put all this money into over trying to slam that much bat- like that much into the battery? I, I don't know. Just I just think it would become more competitive if there was some more strict rules to stock racing you would see the pack get a lot tighter. We have timing systems now. The RC4 decoder, that whole system, it is extremely accurate. We've got Lifetime RC or RC Scoring Pro uh, are the two big ones, you know. They are extremely efficient. They go down to, what, the tenth of a second, you know? Yeah. If if you're racing RC cars and a tenth of a second isn't good enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. You know, like it just... It's really frustrating, and we know this, right? Like, look at some of the guys that we race with. Uh, Joel, Frank, uh, you know, even um, Jonathan. When you're on the track and those guys are beating you by 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12 laps, depending on, on the race. Yeah. With, some I mean, ta- like, with sometimes a stock-built car when you're running a 13.5. That's the best part. And, and I'm not accusing them of cheating in any way. Or no, they're, they're great wrong. drivers, but it's just it's the point. It goes to show that when you That's buy a really good pack and you buy a really good motor right. and a really good ESC, and then you put it in a super-modified car... Yeah, it, it yeah. Well, and it's just it's it's discouraging. You get on the driver's stand, and one of those guys is standing there. And mine and your joke always is, we're going to compete for fourth and fifth because we know who's first, second, and third. Yeah, it's just I'm, the only thing of, I'm ever worried about is beating Mike, which means you know, <laughs> fourth or fifth. But that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We know it's going to be one of those three guys. What the order of those three is always to be determined. Mm-hmm. But unless one of those guys has a catastrophic breakdown, they're coming first, second, or third. So we're sitting there going, well, I guess we'll come, like I said, we'll compete for fourth or fifth. Now, again, these guys are honest. We know them. We know them well. They're just that good. They've got good cars. They've got good setups. And they can just drive. They can outdrive us. It's that simple. Yeah. But in the stock class, that's where you can, you don't, you shouldn't have to be we're going to call it that advanced club racer to be able to keep up. Because the idea is, is you go from novice or sportsman into that stock class. That's kind of how the progression, right? You come in, you're a novice, you run them in the novice class, you get a little bit better, you go to stock. The problem is, is the jump from novice to stock 
is like going from, you know, Bantam A hockey to playing in the NHL with nothing in between. Yeah. It's just not going to work. You know, and I think it's discouraging. I think that's why you're seeing people, numbers drop in the hobby is because people come and they see what's happening and it's discouraging. It's like, how am I going to compete with these guys? I'll put it this way. If you ever looked at our pit table when it's myself, you, whether it was Jim when he was with us or Joel or, or whoever, if you looked at that table and just stood back for a second and you were a new guy that came in with no RC stuff, you would look at that and say, wow, I got to buy all of that just to be competitive? Never mind win. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like, that's crazy when you think about it. You know, people make the comments about, you know, the tracks of slashes. Oh, you can't race them. You can't. Sure, you can race them if you hold everybody to the same standard. You know, you put 10 tracks of slashes with the same motors, the same everything. I'll tell you right now, with 10 people that are savvy with racing RCs, you're going to have a good race. You're still going to get the guy that can probably put everybody down a couple laps. But I don't think you're going to see those huge gaps like we see with the guys that are good versus the guys that are newer to the hobby, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, kind of just my rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it, it, it's, yeah, it's not unwarranted. Ah, it's just back and forth. That's all. I just like making conversation. So, on that note. Um, oh, that was an aneurysm and a half of the system. Yeah, mine did that too, but it could have been my cell phone. Oh, it was a big one too. Whatever. Cross the word. <laughs> a big one. Anyway, uh, I think that's all we question? got, bro. What? You asked me a question earlier today about something uh, to think about. To and what was that question? On. Remember, you're like, don't answer me now. Just think about it. Crap. That had something to do with raising. <laughs> As we both sit here in complete silence trying to think about it. Oh, I'll come to us later. I don't remember. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Do you we get to debut? No. I don't oh. care. It's gone. Damn it. Some new commercials. Damn it. All to hell. Yes. <laughs> we do get to debut them. Yeah, they'll debut be in them. the show. I know. That's what By I'm the saying, time they the hear show. this, they already would have heard both of them. Nice. I well, hope you guys like them. No, at least one of them. Pro- Rick probably them. yours because I got to fix mine. Because the music <laughs> yeah, like has a, a seizure slow. in the background. Nice. I'm going to. Uh, we're going to do the three song thing still. Yeah. I, I think that nobody's said anything. Nobody about said it. that they don't like it. So too bad. No. <laughs> we're going to just continue forward with it. I think it adds a little bit of meat to the podcast. Um, you know, we'll try to keep it to uh, kid friendly music, but I think possibly. Every now and then, you're just, probably going to get... Basically, we'll let you know if you need to be wary of the songs that we put in. Yeah. I will try yeah. my best to always make sure that um, I get the uh, uh, the edited ones. Censored. But... Yeah. But you know what? Even the censored ones, like... Yeah, they don't censor them very they don't much. censor a whole lot. No. Now, maybe that's because they're the Google... Like, I use Google Play a lot to get them, but... So do knows? I. Oh, we got to do n- news... Oh, local news? Local news, bro. You want to talk about that guy in the van? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like, what does it matter with people? The police in Sault Ste. Marie had to arrest another guy 
that broke into someone's van through the night. The owner of the van came to go to, out in the morning, and lo and behold, there was a dude with his drawers at his ankles doing his thing. What is going on in this city? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> it is, okay. uh, yeah, it's getting... Uh... Why? What I... does that do for anybody? <laughs> Well, it must have done so something for him, that's for sure. You know, and just... Oh. And then now there's more layoffs, too, at the steel plant. Yeah, I've seen that? that. I've seen that. Uh, folks, it is not a good economy. Not at all. Well, it's because Canada... U.S. isn't having the problem we're having anymore. Yet. Because they... No, because they imposed a ton of tariffs on Chinese steel. True. Yes, that's true. Canada hasn't done that yet. So all this Chinese steel is coming into our country and completely obliterating any of the local steel mills, which is what run mm-hmm. what pushes our city. So it's a uh, crap. Yeah, something needs to happen here in Hopefully. regards to, to that whole thing. Hopefully with our prime minister going to China here most recently that he, uh, but I doubt it. No, the prime breath. ribster? Yeah, the prime ribster. Yeah, no kidding. Can we get rid of Anything the Anything else in the please? news that, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's got to go. Oh, my God. She has got to go. I, n- I never wish anything bad to happen to people. I just don't want her to be able to be in office anymore. That's all. I just think she needs to get the boot. <laughs> just as simple as that. Like, I wish there was a way as Canadians we all could say, okay, no, 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 you're out. Goodbye. See you later. Yeah, we're right. We voted you in. No, your time's done now. <laughs> you, you don't get any more time. No. Yeah, you've had your chance, yeah. and you have completely... You're done. You're, you're trying to make natural gas. Ontario. You're trying to phase out natural gas, you buffoon. Oh, and that's right. You've made it. You've made electricity the most expensive in North America for Ontario. You're a oh, here's a, genius. <laughs> huh? Here's another big boo-boo that uh, happened at the International Bridge. Oh, uh, so oh diesel fuel everywhere? <laughs> yeah, the guy clipped his diesel tank on the cement barrier leading up to the toll booth. What a dingleberry. Uh, that was the night uh, that we went for the meeting down at Casey's. Yeah. And, oh, man, dude, you should have seen the, uh, what the, what do they call that stuff that absorbs the diesel fuel? Kitty litter? Quick, the kid, no, yeah, whatever. <laughs> dry, or I can't remember what yeah, they call dry. it. Yeah, quick dry. But anyways, quick dry. Dude, I swear they must have just brought a 20-ton load and dumped it there and just spread it out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I believe it. It's freaking diesel fuel, man. It was everywhere. It was from the vehicles driving through it. It was getting tracked like up past the, the American customs booth. I believe up it. the yeah. arc of the bridge. Oh, it was hilarious. I was just like, oof. But they avoided uh, total catastrophe. Uh, a total catastrophe. Anyways, you know That's it. Catastrophe. No problem, bro. By uh, doing that, it didn't hit the sewers or the drains, which lead directly to the St. Mary's River, apparently. Oh, that's great. So there was no, you know, massive environmental issues. So that was, it was good to know that the, the first responders were there quick. And, uh, you know, you got to kind of take your hat off for them, right? So you want to hear one that I got for you? Yes. Traffic stop leads to serious charges for two Sioux men. At 2.30 a.m. on September 4, 2016, city police conducted a vehicle stop of Manila Terrace. Police observed five barbecues in the vehicle still in boxes. Two males in the vehicles were arrested on suspicion of possession of stolen property. Officers were able to determine that barbecues were stolen from Propane Plus on Great Northern Road. Also discovered in the vehicle were bolt cutters and a large pry bar. One male, 36-year-old, and the other, 56-year-old, are dumbasses. Thank you for listening. 
Wow. Idiots. <laughs> uh, dude, you know, Greedy. this city is full of... Probably could have got comes. away with it if they would have just stolen you know, one. This is their theme song right here, bro. Ready for the theme song? Don't, 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 that's how it ends. <laughs> you know what's really scary? The article that they posted, though, a little while ago on the 3rd of September. Distracted yeah. driving killed more people this year than drunk driving, police say. <sighs> Isn't that sad? For the first time since Ontario, distracted driving laws were introduced in 09, the Ontario Provincial Police, uh, which is kind of like the state police for you guys. So, like, you have, like, mm -hmm. you know, the Arizona State Police or the Michigan State Police. Well, the OPP are the Inter Ontario Provincial Police, so... They're all across our province. Uh, they are reporting that driver in inattention-related road deaths are poised to double the number of impaired-related deaths this year. <laughs> that is scary. So you know what that means, people? Aww. Yeah. Stop texting and driving and don't worry about it. That's like Mike. He'll be texting me, and I say, okay, I can't text anymore. I'm going to drive. And then I hear, ba-ding, <laughs> ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. And then I take the phone normally, and I throw it at my wife and say, can you see what this dummy wants? Because I told him I was driving. Yeah, but I do that just to get under your skin. Yeah, which drives me completely insane. And uh, I do want to mention to everybody. I really on my off. Yeah. Oh, nice. My wife <laughs> is calling me on my phone. Um, Uh-oh. I'm going to have to wait and take that call. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, basically, make sure you guys check us out on Google Play Music. We are waiting review, which I don't foresee there being any problems because we're already on iTunes. Uh, but we're going to be on Google Play. Uh, so you'll be able to find the MBM podcast and everything RC on Google Play. So if you're a Google Play user like my, myself and Mike, we're going to be available on there, which I think is going to be amazing. Um, yes. Of course, we're on Stitcher already. We're on iTunes. We're on Facebook. MBM podcast, everything RC. Make sure you like us. Make sure you go check out our friend, uh, friend Rick Sefrud. Um, does he have a page? He does, right? Gone Banana Racing yeah, Skins. Yeah, Gone Banana Racing Skins. Yeah, yeah, man. Make sure you guys go check it out over there. Like them. Um, and just keep doing what you're doing. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Next week, stay tuned. We're going to have another episode with uh, Eric uh, Reichert uh, from the Von, Nat Von Nats. Um, we talked to him about yep. them. So make sure you guys check and that out. And then uh, that's next week, and then the f following week. Oh, man, yeah, on the 18th. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're going to be recording so the round table, which the round table will be done in one sitting. Um, there will not be a, okay, we'll finish it this day. It'll be done. Uh, I believe we're doing it on Sunday morning, so there is a very good possibility you guys will be able to check it out uh, by Sunday, what is it, the 18th. Yeah, it's the 18th. Evening. We'll it'll be there it for, hopefully, for Monday morning for you guys. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. So. All right. But that's it. I'm uh, signing off. Mike's out. Good night, I'm everybody. out. Make sure you guys uh, stay tuned for the music coming up. Uh, it'll be Mike's three, my three. And that'll be it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If not, uh, let us know. If you did, let us know. Either way, if you are a subscriber through iTunes, uh, go ahead and drop a comment um, and rate it. Uh, apparently that's a good thing to ask people to do. Ooh. Yeah, look at that. That's us. Nice. So thanks for listening to the NBN Podcast. We'll see you guys next episode. All right, guys. Before we get into the music here, I just want to remind you of this week's giveaways. First off, we have the E-Fuel Fuse Protected Power Strip. To enter for that, you must comment on the official post with what the dates are of the Gone Banana Racing Skins Challenge. Uh, along with that, if you post the time, 
that practice is ran, we will give you a second entry. Uh, along with that, you must post at what hobby shop or track is the Gone Banana Racing Skins Challenge happening at. And you must use the hashtag Gone Banana Racing Skins in your post. Uh, good luck to all entries. And you must have that posted by September 15th as well. We are giving away a custom titanium coloring done by Bubba's Bling. Again, uh, on our Facebook page, you can find the post. Uh, to enter on that, uh, you can find the official entry post for Bubba's Bling. To enter, you must like Bubba Bling's Facebook page. Uh, if you don't already like our page, uh, you probably should do that too because that's... Uh, second part of this entry and you must also comment on the post with i want bubba's bling for my uh and whatever rc car you want uh as a side note you as a winner must ship the titanium part to be colored to bubba's bling return shipping will be included in the prize again all entries must be in by september 15th as for this week's songs we got uh kind of all they're all from the same uh genre here uh, and I went for four just because I had them in the list and I liked them all. First one is Dip It by Zomboy. Second one, Parliament Funk by Knife Party. Sundown by Chris Lake and Stampede by Dr. P and Flux Pavilion. Hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Selection as always from our friend Mike. Uh, I tend to like a lot of the same music Mike does. So in saying that, what I've done is I've kind of stuck along the same lines of music. It's more EDM-ish uh, than anything. Uh, so I won't waste too too much time. Make sure you guys check out all those giveaways we're doing. Uh, all the information will be up for you to find. Of course, listening to the show is how you will know how to enter, uh, but uh, 
I'm sure most of you guys will handle that quite well. So here are my three. I've got uh, Bored to Death by Blink-182. It's a Steve Aoki remix. And then i got Paris by Dave Guetta and City in Florida by Deadmouse. So those are my three that I've picked. I hope you guys uh, dig them.
that's all. That's it. It's the close of the show. You guys listening to the MBM podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in once again. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the music. If not, let us know because uh, we could save ourselves a whole lot of time if we stop doing it, right? So, <laughs> anyway, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you to Rick f- from Gone Banana Racing Skins. Don't mind me. I am completely losing my mind at the moment. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for tuning in.